Hey guys, it's Brian. It is Christmas weekend 2016 and we are taking the week off. Sam and Joe and Will are both headed out of town. I've got a few days off myself and uh, we are looking forward to a, um, a nice holiday and hope that you are too. We did want to take a uh, moment to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And um, we will be seeing you with a new show uh, the weekend of, um, of January 1st. So what is that? Uh, uh, December 30th at noon. There will be a new show. Jeff, uh, Jeff Dye. Uh, is scheduled to be with us in the studio. He's got a very cool show uh, on New Year's Eve at the Comedy Zone. Uh, you can ring in the new year with Jeff Dye and um, a lot of other folks who just love live local comedy. So uh, check that out. You can get tickets for that show by contacting the Comedy Zone and, of course, checking out the Comedy Zone website at cltcomedyzone.com. So um, we'll hear from both Will and um, Sammy Joe later. We've uh, compiled this uh, best of show from our long list of A-list comics that we've had on the show in 2016. You're going to hear from Josh Wolf, from uh, Jesse Mae Peluso. You'll get to hear her and uh, and Sammy Joe form what has become a lifelong friendship of weird text messages. And uh, Dion Cole, of course, from uh, uh, the uh, TV show Blackish, uh, will round out this show. So Josh Wolf, uh, Jesse Mae Peluso, and uh, Dion Cole. Uh, the best of interviews uh, this week. Have a very Merry Christmas, have a happy and safe holiday, everyone, and we'll see you guys New Year's week. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. Welcome back, Comedy Zone Podcast. Me and Sammy Joe kicking it with Mr. Josh Wolf. Josh Wolf is here. What and a Miley great Cyrus. song that is. He, he, You're welcome. I mean, so good. Right. It's it's like now look, I'm a huge Miley Cyrus fan. It's what I hear. But I've had to, I've I've had to let her go. Mm. Oh no. What's that about? Now listen, when did I, you guys break up? I'm still. Secretly obsessed, but I've had to let her go, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because she accepted a role in a Woody Allen project. Oh. What and role is that? Doesn't matter what um. fucking role it is. <laughs> that dude had sex with his kid and then married one of them. Ah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Why that guy still gets a pass, I have no idea. Why people in Hollywood still clamor to work with him, I have no idea. He married his kid. I don't care if it was a stepkid. I've got kids who aren't born to me. I would never marry them. That's kind uh, of an unwritten rule. Wow. You don't marry them. So for me, anybody who's like, and Miley has done some great work, like charity stuff, but anybody who's like, I'm all for the people and, you know, the little, but it's so hypocritical. Just then work with Woody Allen, that dude gets a pass. Not for me, he doesn't. Now that's, Fuck him. See, that, you know what, though? That's an interesting discussion because where's that line? You know, because a lot of people... Pedophilia. You separate... Is it pedophilia? <laughs> it's a pretty strong line for me. Okay. What about domestic abuse? What about... I mean, Wouldn't there's it be a lot incest? of other... It's both. Of, okay. But but it wasn't really technically incest because... It's just the fucked up line. It's a fuck... Because look, people will say, well, technically, that wasn't really his daughter and he waited till she was 18 to marry no, her. that's still weird. Still weird. Because you know shit was going on before 18. A hundred percent. He didn't hit 18 and be like, you know what? You're kind of I'd like cute. to have sex with you. Yeah. you know? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to guess where you are on Bill Cosby then. Um, no, there's no guess. So you're a total fan. Big no, time. I get it. Yeah. I've had some of the juice. It's tasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but some people are like, that's a person's private business. I'm just here for the art. No. Yeah, but how can I sub- All right. But how he gets a I, paycheck off of that. How can I put money in your pocket when I know you're a horrible person? That's my thing. Like, look, uh, there's lines, you know, and Michael Jackson. I mean, there's a lot of people we can bring up that fall on this spectrum. That's why I'm interested in where you're at. Things like domestic violence, obviously. But and I also agree. It's like Mike, Mike Vick, right? Mm-hmm. Mike Vick. And, and if Woody Allen had gone to jail and come out, I would say work for him. 
Okay. I, if because you do, it served his time. You do your time. This is the justice right. system. That's why when people say, Mike Vig, I don't, I could never support a team. Well, he was the scapegoat of any potential He did, he did his abuse. time. Yeah, he did. He did his time. He served his time and came out. After that, take up your issues with justice. It's not Mike Vick's problem. None of these people got justice. Uh, and Woody Allen skated because he was a bully with money. And you, listen, to me, it's not even a black and white issue anymore. Mm-hmm. It's money. You got money, you don't go to jail. It's a money, no money issue. Hey, OJ well, had Vic, money. OJ had money. Vic uh, had money. Vic had money. And he still went to jail. But he admitted it. Right. And you know what I mean? Right. Uh, uh, OJ, I mean, look, you couldn't have any more Wait, evidence. Wait, isn't OJ in jail? He's in jail for something else. Yeah, because they got him on something else. else. Yeah. But you know what I mean? So well, here's the interesting part about money, though. It, you win in two places because if you've got money, you can get the best lawyers and everything else. Yep. That's one side of it. I'm, I'm also an attorney. Yes, Will the day. is a lawyer. So you can you can win on that side. Yep. But also right. in the court of public opinion, people assume, well, that guy's got money. They were after the money. Yeah. Right. So if you're rich, yep. it's like people assume you didn't do something yep. because it's like, oh, she just wanted the money. Without the pictures that came out with the Greg Hardy, Nicole right. situation, mm-hmm. everybody thought she was after money. And then Is you that saw true? The, after you saw the pictures, you were like, oh, fuck. Maybe but not. Again, if he's not a football player and no money. He goes to jail. A hundred percent. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So to me, like the justice thing and, and there's no doubt there's systemic racism. There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's more of a class issue. You got money. I don't care. You could have three heads and be orange. Mm-hmm. You're, you're damn Donald Trump. Right. You're going to you're not going to jail <laughs> for shit. OK. You don't have money. Look, white people with no money go to jail. Right. Well, you go to jail. You know what? I, I hear what you're saying about it being more of a class issue. And that that's true in some ways. But the problem is that a lot of the people that are arrested look a certain way. 100 percent. And they don't have money. So it ends up being a race issue when it looks like a money issue. Well, here's what I would I would even I'm going to do the double circle around whammy on you. Let's do it. Oh, okay? I'm so excited for I don't this. even know what that means. That's Ooh. my best sex move, though. My wife's done it. That's good. That's good. I'm off of that. Um, there is systemic racism, which causes people to fall into classes. Mm-hmm. But when you get into the court, mm-hmm. I the would double. say that it's money. But right. now what ends you up in court. That's the thing. That's the thing. That might be the systemic racism we're talking about. Do you and understand? That is you know the what I mean? Circle that's the double right. circle whammy. Right. Even, right. uh, that's a double circle whammy, because even when you look at like, let's f- go back a few years with this war on drugs thing. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember being a kid and a lot of my cousins getting locked up for drugs. But I was a kid from a poor neighborhood that went to private school. My parents could afford me to. They couldn't quite afford to get me out of the neighborhood. Right. But they had enough to get Just me in a the school. school. Day. Right. <laughs> so it's like all my white friends were doing drugs, too. But none of them were going to jail. Right. And. On this other side, I'm sorry, on this other side, uh, the the poorer people I knew were going to jail. Right. So it's like if it was really a war on drugs, you'd be out in the richer neighborhoods looking for them, too. But here's even more so because they have the money for it. But but that's exactly right. right. But but it goes back to I think it's race. There's some systemic racism that gets people into court. I think once you get into court, it's who's standing next to you. Do you have enough money to pay for somebody to keep you out of jail? I'll tell you, there's a saying that they have amongst lawyers. They say a good lawyer knows the law. Yeah. A great lawyer knows the judge. Yeah, exactly. It's about golf courses, money, and relationships once you step foot in there. You're right about that. And I would also, I mean, you know better than I do, but listen, if I have enough money to go, hey, listen, we're going to be in court for at least four years. Yeah. You can wear people down, can't you? Yes, yes. And that works in civil cases when you go after these big companies. They're just going to drown you in paperwork. Because they have people on the payroll anyways. They're paying them to go to anyways. I work for banks now. Like, that's the other part of this is that I work for some of these banks. And we just drown people in paperwork. Yeah. So it's like after a while, you don't have money to file anything else. So we win because we have the most money. Going back to the Greg Hardy, I think that's kind of what happened with her. Because she was sick of being drugged through the spotlight and... Right. Well, and for then, victims especially. If right? she was in Hawaii yeah. and snowmobiling in Colorado during the trial when she was supposed to be here, I'm like, and who do you think paid for that? Mm. Oh, well, Come on. That's another thing. Look, I don't, and I also don't blame, if she took a pocket full of money, I don't blame her, mm-hmm. to, to keep my face out of the news. Right. To do, to stop, because who knows what they're going to bring and up in court. she's got bills. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't begrudge her. I know a lot of people are like, well, I can't believe you. Look, you, that, and then it goes back to she was just after the money. If I'm sitting there and I'm her and I can have my name dragged through shit for 
however long, right. and who knows what they're going to say about me, and he still may or may not go to jail, or I can just take a pocket full of money and walk right. away. I take my money and I walk away. Yes? Yeah. Without question. I mean, yeah. I would. And I and I, I think it's terrible that then what happens is, like you were saying, is that the the people who are like she was after the money, the next time that case will come up, they'll be like, just like that Greg Hardy woman. She came for the money. It wasn't the money. But, but it paints them in such a negative light. Like, right. Why? It's terrible. There's broad strokes there. Right. Well, we sure. do. I mean, we have. We do that with women generally in this society. Like, even the double standards from when we're young. Why do you look at me? Like, don't look at me like I'm like the Well, you're the only burning. woman. I can't you, look you, at Brian. He doesn't like when I call him that. You are the only <laughs> woman in here. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you are the <laughs> only one. You got a point, John. Yeah, when, we're, when we're young, a guy sleeps with a lot of women. He's a player. He's the man. A woman sleeps with a lot of guys. She's a whore. She's this. When you say when we're young. Yeah. Yeah. So are you past that? So feel free. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but we we do that with women. Yes, but let me also go back and I and I will say this. I feel like especially now, men are getting a t- it. This is not a great time to be a dude. <laughs> like in in the history, it's starting to it's starting to swing down. It's a little bit of a downswing. When you say some examples, <laughs> it's a little bit of you know you know because look, you can't say shit. <laughs> Okay, but I will say this. Oh no, let's let's continue on this. I like that. I will I will say this. But I will say this. In sticking up for men a little bit, <laughs> just look at how we're raised. When yeah. you when I was growing up, when you go into a women's woman's room, there's different like if you in high school where there are different you got to shower and there were different little stalls for you to step into and stuff. Well, we showered like it was in a prison. Yeah. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't think no, I ever showered. There's oh but there was like a couple spigots, no curtains, no nothing, right? Right. At my high school, we didn't have separate urinals with little dividers. It was it, just a sword fight. It was a trough. Right. You're treated as a as a boy. When you fall down, it's get up, wipe yourself off. You're fine. Right. When my daughter would fall down, I'd be like, you okay? You're treated more like an animal when you're growing up. You're pushed. Like the locker rooms, like I said, public bathrooms. Public bathrooms. No divider between the urinals. Just dicks. Right. Right? That's just true. Just a bunch of dicks. So you're also treated differently. You're ingrained in your head. You're more cattle than anything. And so I think like that mentality is kind of pushed onto us a little bit. Yeah. So look, We're socialized in, uh, in a different way. Side note, mm-hmm. because this was definitely animal-like. I walked past the guy last night or the night before when I was done bartending and he said hey and i said hi kept it moving can i taste you oh my god i wanted Whoa. to punch this guy in the dick so wow. bad i was like wow. are you uh i was for once i was speechless never happens to me can i, I taste you is like a really terrible thing to say to uh, somebody. <laughs> I was like, you know what i should have just leapt on him yes uh-huh let's do this yeah so absolutely but i'm just asking so because that's what i was gonna say but that's not what i should say right <laughs> No, no, no. It is what you should say. Yeah, okay. If you're trying to stay single and celibate the right. rest of your that, life. <laughs> I, listen, I would say that, and I think it's good. Like, it will, I, I, I look at some of the, the, the shit that w- gets said to women online. It's the craziest thing. Well, I was surprised you said it in person because online, at least you have, like, you can hide behind this. Oh, I, I'm not hiding. Right. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I think, I, I'm not, and I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I, like, I think dudes need to be taught how to behave a, li- a little better. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's in a bad way that it's, but we've been taken down a notch like to be, to like, hey, there are other people, there's 50% of other people in the world that don't want you treating them like cattle, right? Right. So I'm not saying that in a bad right. way. We've been taken down a couple notches. It's good, but it's definitely happened. Like, you know, in the past as a dude, you could get away with saying anything. Let me taste you. And now... <laughs> Coming from you, it sounds so different. It's yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I was wondering if we could keep eye contact right, next time right. I say it. Yes, because, absolutely. Yeah, all right, good. <laughs> While you fondle your apple, uh, yes. Please. By the way, without people uh, can see this, I actually do have an apple yeah, in right. my hand. So. <laughs> Did we get a picture? Thank you. Oh, I need to. Note. You saw me. I had nuts and an apple. Right. Um, which would be a great name for a comedy album my nuts and an apple but uh but i i because i told you i got pre i got diagnosed as pre-diabetic yeah which is bananas to me because i feel i've always felt healthy i work out six days a week but you know what happens is i smoke a lot of weed and i eat two bags of skittles every night nice Hey, I hear that'll do it. Regular Marshawn Lynch. Oh, too bad. I'm telling you right now, too bad. Beast mode. Yeah. (laughs) But it was not beast mode at all. (laughs) That's what I would tell myself in bed, like, this is beast mode right now. 
right now. Yeah. yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. But it was it was more yeah it was wildebeest mode just sitting around. But I would I you know what I did I used the mirror as my doctor. I would get up every morning and be like I look fine man. I'm right. what am I doing? Wow. You know I can still kind of see an ab. Yeah. And then um, one yeah and then the doctor was like hey. Hey, do you have diabetes in your family? I go, no, I don't think so. And he goes, you're pre-diabetic. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, I feel good. I'm healthy. And he was like, yeah, well, tell me about your diet. And I told him up until nine o'clock. He goes, it doesn't make sense. I go, well, I also eat two bags of Skittles every night. He goes, bingo. Yeah, wow. that's not good. So pre-diabetic, what, what does that mean? It means I've already destroyed my body's ability to do certain things, to process and to make insulin and all that shit, right? And so now I just I I could be on my way to being diabetic, which is but you're not there yet. Right. I and so what I did, the doctor was like, you need to reset your diet and your body. And I went completely old school, 100 percent vegan for 30 days, which, by the way, I know now why vegans are so annoying. Because they're they're fucking hungry all of the time. Oh my god! All I could talk about was when are we eating next? You know what I eat? You know what I don't eat? And people are like, "Oh, you're really annoying." I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just so hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. So um, I ate beans, greens, nuts, and seeds for 30 days. I, I once in a while I mixed in some grain, like a uh, like a. So a not gr- one piece of meat. Not even an animal product, not an egg, not a piece oh of cheese, not a milk, and wow. nothing. How hard was that? It was difficult. It was difficult. I mean, because look, I, I, I love meat. Yeah. I love meat. And I love cheese. I love eggs. I mean, I'm kind of hard right now just talking about it because I haven't still had any. Oh, but it, it, plus, you're a sports guy. Yeah. So there's certain foods that go with watching sports, like buffalo wings, right. beer, not, steaks, not beans, beer. greens, not nuts, and seeds. Beer. So how do you how have you adjusted? What do you do now if you're watching a game or you're going to something? Wait, uh, you don't drink beer. Celery sticks. Uh, I I haven't been able to drink beer. No, I haven't been able to drink beer. So you just gave up sports. Uh, no, I, I watched in my room and in, in, uh, wearing my wife's panties in a robe, which is that weird? No, <laughs> totally normal. Fine. But I will tell you, like, look, so I've always. You don't have to stand up. We know that talking about the meat got you. Well, look, but so, so I had, I have zero body fat. Okay. I have like zero, zero body fat. I'm petting his stomach. That's there's, true. There's zero body fat. It fell off of me in two weeks. And That's crazy from doing that diet. Just instant. I didn't change anything. For those listening, he just took Sammy and she felt his I ass. said I was petting his stomach. So, yeah, yeah, so what, that, that, what that did it? Yeah. You can confirm felt this? felt very fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very morbidly chubby, obese. morbidly obese. No, it's it's nothing. There, it's ribs. The, and that's, it, those aren't ribs. Those are called abs. Oh. Uh, so, Sorry, uh, I haven't felt them in so long. <laughs> I, I just want to go ahead and let everybody wait, wait. know. I was Magic wondering why Mike he had ribs version, down the yeah. middle of his stomach. It was weird. But like, so it fell off. And and my energy level went to an annoying level. Like, because, look, my, I, I would eat something. You know that food coma that I like because I love sleep? But I never I never had everything I ate made me awake. Oh, it's all giving you energy. Nonstop energy through the day. So, and then, I, but all I could think about is when am I going to eat next? Wait, so did people think you were on drugs because you lost a lot of weight and had a lot of energy? Yeah, it, it, you're not the first person to ask me that. Uh-huh. And, but, but coincidentally, <laughs> I do smoke weed every night. Which is not, listen, I don't know if any of you guys smoke weed in here, but you don't get high and be like, man, I, I could go for some almonds. Do you right, know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> No, you don't. No, man, I hope that has some pumpkin seeds. In the- <laughs> <laughs> no. So no. that was hard for me. That was really hard. Like, my wife was like, listen, I bought you some... Dr- that she bought some dried seaweed that had some salt on it. I'm like, that is so depressing. That mm. you, That's what you're getting excited about. Oh, like, oh, uh, yeah. But, so... Yesterday I had my first eggs, and I was like, "Oh, this." And is how long? Thirty-five days. Oh. Thirty-five days. But it was—I I will tell you something right now. I would tell you there are certain things I'll never do again. There are certain things I, because since I stopped sugar, I've never been more like I've written more jokes. My brain has never been as clear. Never been as clear. I can't remember the last time I could think this clearly. So I did a lot of research on sugar and shit. Sugar fucks up your brain. Oh, yeah. It's terrible for you. So I didn't know it fucked up. And I watched a, a documentary called Fed Up. Yep. That freaked me the fuck out. Did you see Fed Up? No, but this is my, I had a long discussion with my friend because she keeps her kids as little sugar as yeah. possible for that exact reason. Because there's so much in every single thing. 
sugar fucks up your brain so badly. It, it like it's a and, and also when I the first two weeks of being off of it, I went through withdrawals with headaches. Yeah. Mood spikes like an asshole, like a true asshole. And then when I evened out, I was like, oh, man, like that was really bad for me. So I don't think I'll ever go back to sugar. I'll definitely go back to having red meat. I'll definitely look. I, I don't care to be this weight for the rest of my life. And not only that, I don't need to be that healthy. I don't want to live till I'm 100. Who the fuck? <laughs> when people are like you're gonna live to 100 i'm like i hope not i better i hope i tap out 20 years before that yeah, like well, you can still what seems good at 95 what seems good Nothing. like when people are like Sugar. she's so active she can put her shoes on that's your quality of life that you can touch your <laughs> that you can put your shoe your slippers on do you know what i mean like and that's the thing like people also i have a friend of mine who works in the nursing home and she's like yeah you know people are so active now when they're older do you know the highest rate of STDs that are rising in the country are old people because they're fucking in nursing homes and they're not wearing condoms. That's amazing. Did you know that? Wow. True story. So the high, the, the, so maybe that is something to strive for. But who wants to listen? I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm, I'm a dude. Okay. You're a woman. Yes. Okay. Right now, sex seems very appealing for people our age. We're like, Oh, that body looks nice. That looks good. When you're a hundred, you don't want that. No, look, I don't care whether I look, whether I'm 20 or a hundred. A hundred-year-old body still likes a hundred-year-old body. You know, you take off your clothes at a hundred, and I'm gonna look at you like I'm gonna pass. Maybe uh, you know, it's let, the nurse that they're getting it on. With. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't. You know, look. You know, they they have to buy porn for the guys. This, you know, my grandfather almost got kicked out of a bunch of nursing homes, and they were like, "You have to buy him porn." And I and my mom was like, "Why?" She said, "Oh, this all is so awkward. all the old men need porn, or else they harass the nurses." They still uh, have needs. Right. It's not, it's, you know, you're still have a little testosterone. So you, they harass the nurses if you don't buy the porn. So my mom called me one day out of the blue and she goes, what porn do you look at? I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to answer this question. Is and this she, a trick question? Yeah. And she was like, I need, cause we're going to buy, I need to buy some for grandpa. And I said, let me ask you a question. You think me and grandpa are looking at the same porn? Like what, what do you think? I don't know if that's a bit, if that's a dig on me or you're saying something about him. Like, right. you think, you think grandpa and I are both looking at the over 80 section on Pornhub? Like, I mean, I'm not saying I haven't looked, I'm just saying I don't right. look just at it see. all. Yeah. I don't, I, right now I'm on the, oh, I mean no offense. Right now I'm on the I'm on a little bit of a redhead kick on the on oh, part of yeah. I'll be over oh, here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> really? They have you know they go through sections. Hey, it's St. Patty's Day. Yeah, that's the or whole it thing. Was yesterday. Okay, so I have to admit something. I got the Uh-oh. sign that we had to end the interview like five minutes ago. Oh. But this was so fascinating that I mean I just kept going. But uh before we end this <laughs> because I could talk we're about, going down a rabbit hole because yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we could do this for another hour yeah but I know you got a schedule and all that where are you at next and where can people I'm hear here more of you? I'm at the comedy zone and then when you leave Charlotte where are you going home for a week I can't even believe it and the week after that I'm going to Omaha Nebraska okay yeah that's basically the reaction everybody has when I say I'm going to Omaha Nebraska <laughs> no, no, unless they're from there and yeah like, they yeah. go now, two two quick questions yeah. before before we finish here. Number one, uh, where can people check you out? Where's the best place to check you out? Uh, Twitter media? and Instagram at Josh Wolf Comedy on both of those. So not that you porn site. Not uh, that's that, you can go to my Instagram if you want to see some of my private porns. Oh, good deal. Right. Yeah. Good. And then secondly, was there any particular site you went to for some of your nutritional information, or if people are like, "Wow, that sounds pretty good." Where can I find out some more stuff about that? I, I will tell you, I I just researched a bunch of stuff. Just like everything else, you can't go to one site. You go to one site, they're going to give you your, your their point of view. So I went to like five or six, and I took, if there were a couple of things that everybody said, I was like, well, that must be true. Because they're not pushing their own agenda. Everybody had their own little agenda. Like you could see on the outskirts. But I took everything and was like, and then I listened to my doctor. And the big thing, if you're going to cut one thing out, Cut out your sugar. Soda, all that shit is like the worst thing you can put in your body. Sugar, white flour, and after that, just be smart. Like, I can't eat a whole pizza anymore, although I like to. Yeah. That's that's good, because a lot of comedians and people that frequent comedy clubs listen to this, and, you know, it's good for, especially with how many comics we've lost. Yeah. To- you know what I'll tell you, and here's the thing, like, they say that 80% of the people who are pre-diabetic don't know. Don't know. Don't know. And because they do it, especially guys, we look in the mirror and we're like, nah, I've looked fine. I feel okay. And your wife's telling you, you look. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. So, but I would say get that, 
you know, get checked, get checked, and get that little finger up there too. That doesn't hurt. Never. I mean, it hurts, but it's not but a it yeah, yeah, hurt. yeah. That's a perfect note to end on. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> in, Josh Wolf. We appreciate you, man. And come see him if you're in Charlotte this yeah. weekend, and see him wherever he's at. We'll be back. What's up, everybody? This is Will Jacobs, host of the Comedy Zone podcast. First of all, I want to thank everybody for their support uh, over the life of the podcast. You all have been great. Your, your feedback, the subscribing, everything, the liking, the sharing, everything y'all have done, we appreciate. Second of all, and most importantly, from myself, my wife, Sandra, my cats, Reggie and Toby, and my little son on the way, Willie Jr., we all want to wish you all a happy, safe, blessed, and healthy holiday season and a prosperous new year we appreciate everything y'all peace out hi sammy wait is this two weeks in a row that you're here yeah oh my no. god it's a miracle was he here was he here last week i, I was I, here I sincerely don't no remember. i wasn't here last week i was here two weeks ago right oh all my yeah. weeks yeah. ran together but we well, got good to have you back thank you it's good to be here and we got a we got our special guest in for the first segment yes Miss Jessie Mae Peluso. So special. Whoop, whoop. And the crowd it's goes It's so, wild. so special. Yes. Can't I, handle this I love the, that intro. This is the first time we've done this. Well, that you've been conscious. Well, there's that. Yeah, there's times that. you were asleep where we Trump. were doing a lot of things. Did you fly in and do this show when I was asleep? In the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. That, that happens. And that Snapchat. Happens. Yeah. I saw yeah, that Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That must be a new thing. It's a new thing. It's a new feminism thing. I just want to point tables. out, at one point when he wasn't here, I asked Brian, oh, is that intro Will? And Brian said, Psh, no, you're a terrible person for even suggesting that. Isn't it you? No, it's not. Exactly. It sounds just so, like you. Wait, but no, it's not you, me. That's what I... It sounds just like him to me. Yeah, I, I can... Thank you. Yeah. Right here in Charlotte, oh. North Carolina, welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. You're yes, all that, horrible. That, that, that was a little different. That, that's did, the best I can do, that voice. It sounded like you, like, it, it, to my ears, just mm-hmm. meeting you, it sounded like you. Is the guy so black, he, Brian? He is. It's a guy out of uh, Detroit named Kelton Bivens. Kelton Bivens? Really yeah. good job. The guy's a pro. Yeah, he, he he's what? he's literally a he's a pro voice why did I not know that name before? <laughs> Kelton Bivens. Kelton Bivens did our voiceover. What are you doing on your iPod watch? It's setting a timer. Or oh, Apple. nerd alert! <laughs> doing the one of two things that you do the on one that of watch. Two What's the other thing? Huh? What's the other thing? Look at the time. Oh. <laughs> so it's just a watch. It's it's very a very expensive watch. Yeah. I was explaining before we started that uh. my wife. Bought it, so whenever your wife buys you something, you wear that you shit, bet, whatever you it is, you, and you wear it around her. Yeah. So even if you don't wear it all day, you put it on when you get home. Yep. But I do wear it, and I and I use it to uh, check the time and set the timer, which I could have <laughs> done with a ten dollar Casio. You could done with Casio. You also check your Avon emails. Hey, but I get <laughs> and Jesse may mess around and saw an email in my watch that had hey, Avon. Avon. You know what? There could have been a worse email in there. It could have been. I could, yeah. You could. We could have found the Hillary emails in there, but no. Right. The second worst, Avon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Benghazi stuff. Yeah. Nope. It's not Benghazi. It's Ben Rougey from ben- Avon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I like Jesse May. Might be the most energetic early morning guest. Usually they're she in was here. No they're struggling. No coffee. No off. No coffee. I'm. My friends always say I'm on ten, off ten. Like I'm just up or I'm not. Yeah. You can't half-ass it. You can't. Life is too short to right. be. Right. You either like, in or you out. Right. Yeah. And I'm I'm what I'm not good enough. Or you guys aren't good enough to give energy to. Come on now. That is so get sweet. Off your, get right. the chip off your shoulder. She also did at least an eight ball of cocaine before I did. we walked in <laughs> the door. There's still some left in my nostril. Right. Want to get the remnants. Bit. Right. The remnant so, remnants. <laughs> so, yeah. I what? This is your first time in Charlotte performing. No, a third perform? time. Really? Yeah. Third time's a charm. That's why you time with is us. a charm. It's Bo- exactly right. Both times at the zone, or yeah. Oh at the zone. At the zone. Get in the wow. zone. Auto zone. <laughs> That's a commercial in my hometown. You, 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 it's you ever grow up those commercials? Here, yeah. You ever grow up those commercials that you just can't get them out of your head? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Empire? Empire? Do you guys have that commercial here? No. Is, Is it that carpet cleaner? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. What? How's it go? 418-888-888. Okay, maybe <laughs> no. We have an yeah. empire We should do favorite commercial jingles. Let's do favorite local yeah. commercial favorite jingles. Local. There's always those ones that when they come on, you can sing the tune. Okay, uh, there's one with the, the car commercials, the worst. I yeah, think those are, are the worst, worst by far. Yeah, well, when I was growing up, I remember they had this uh, 
outlet store where all the clothes that had defects in them, they oh, would God. send them there. And that's where I used to get a lot of my clothes. So I'd have the fresh clothes, but like it might be FUBU, but the F is backwards. So, but you, but it was I, like it's right. Russian. <laughs> so, but they had it, the place was called Foreman Mills, but they would say, Come on down to Foreman Mills, stretch those bills. No, Stop. that's so good. I love that your shirts are like orphans. Like <laughs> yeah. nobody wants them. They're like the shirts they send to third world countries when the team doesn't win the championship, yeah, yes. but they already had a mate. So, so uh, that's Brazil, why I used to wear it. Remember that? The, the, the World Cup? Yes. Brazil against Germany? Yeah. Oh. I was going to say, so all of them are wearing Panther shirts right now. They're wearing oh. Panther shirts and UNC men's basketball yes. shirts. Carolina and Panther, they're, they're Carolina repping. Prince can't concert shirts. Oh. 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 Too soon. Wow. No, not too soon. Up oh. top. Up top. She liked it. Oh! <laughs> that's because she ain't messed with Prince. See, that's the only reason. Because if, if you'd have said it about Bieber, she would have lost her mind. <laughs> yeah, okay. Are you She's a fan huge of Bieber? On Bieber? No. Yes, I mean, are. there's a slight hesitation in your response. No, yeah. it's not like I'm a huge fan. Like, people for Prince go like ham. Like, they do go ham. Right. You're right. I don't go ham over Bieber. I like his music. Do you go salami over him? I go more like a roasted turkey. Lunch meat humor, guys. Lunch meat humor. We're keeping any, it going in the morning. Listen, say, if any I said I go ham humor, over okay. anything, you any guys would. Any meat humor. First off, you can't say you it's go ham fair. over anything because you used the fair. word side piece last week. I did use side piece last week. Side piece? Yeah. I don't know. It, I use it ironically. Was it? Yeah, were okay. you talking about vinyl on your house or were you talking about <laughs> yeah, exactly. how kids use it? <laughs> were you talking about like a side dish in a, an entree and you just call it <laughs> yes. a side piece? Can I have a yeah, side piece? Side piece of cornbread? Potatoes? Does that come yeah. with a side piece or do you, is it a la carte? <laughs> no, I can't get away with doing stuff like that. <laughs> no? Because it's not, it's, not, it's not who you I can, am. You can though because you're, I? yeah, I think you get away with it more than like some dude with a chin strap beard. Oh, see, that's interesting piece. to me. Don't that. grow the chin strap. Remember, <laughs> no. we were having if that you debate. No, grow I, chin strap, ch- ch- I can't even say it. It's so disgusting. <laughs> if you grow Guy Fieri, I'm going to kick you in the head. No, I w- it would take me a year to grow any well, sort of recognizable on. facial hair. If you could kick that high, that's I would be true. impressed. Well, you know, I got really flexible hip flexors. I bet you could. Watch out. I don't. They're, they're very tight. I well, can't. now we're going to need to see it. Yes, we're bringing that up. Guys, the stretch session of the show is coming up. It's me farting from trying to stretch. So, yeah. no, what, I like it. what what are you what are you excited about right now? Is there a project you're working on or something <laughs> in your right life now. that is exciting you right now? Whatever it is. Um, masturbation. Big masturbation exciting. Still? By yourself or with accessories? With everybody. Oh. Why not? Yeah. I I discovered this woman recently. Her name is Salma Zadora, who she's a sex coach. Oh. And she teaches women how to have orgasms by touching their breasts. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Do you think it could ever that could ever happen? I'm not going to say it has or hasn't. I <laughs> <laughs> can neither confirm nor deny. Maintain the mystery. That's right. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Can you can you imagine that as a guy touching a woman's breast no, and, no. and making her get or her orgasm. touching your or own? Touching your own. Oh, I fiddle with my nipples when I masturbate. Yeah. All You're the a nip- time. nipple fiddler. Oh yeah. I fiddle I'm like, with p- my nipples. Oh, that's my thing. That's my zone. Yeah. Is it your auto zone? So if I'm if it's I'm going, I'll be. <laughs> Like oh, I'm you doing, do like a little, you do a little riff. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you do was like that a banjo. Little, was that Jimi Hendrix? I have a song in my head, and I'll twiddle the twiddle <laughs> the haze? I'll twiddle the nipple <laughs> to the song. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to stay alive, man. You know, trying there to stay on the alive. Road, doing p- pilots. Pilots. Writing. Yeah. Yeah. You can't talk about the pilots, though, huh? Well, I mean, I've done some stuff for VH1, Comedy Central, um, a couple other independents. Any yeah. other pilots that you've done? Yeah, I did a guy on Delta last night. <laughs> Ooh. Hello. Wow. Listen, listen to the station dropper over here. Bottom Comedy Bay. Central. Sponsors. I like, asking, I like asking guests questions and then accusing them of name dropping. Yeah, so who have like, you worked so with? Oh, oh, it, name oh listen to this. Whoa. Oh, Fancy. shit. What's Excuse me. What's your favorite me. food? Whoa. Label. <laughs> Whoa. Label. Somebody <laughs> likes cheese. Side note. I love and, cheese. You love oh. cheese. I love cheese. Well, you that know, wasn't apparent by the noises released from you when you were stretching. <laughs> Let me tell you why I knew Jesse May would be a great guest. Because wow. you have a background in improv. I yeah. do have a background in improv. So do I. You do? Yeah. Yes, I, I perform yes with and. the Charlotte Comedy Theater, so everything's yes and. Yeah, so yes I always and. take it and roll, kick yeah. it back. That's so funny. I so But when I talk to you and interact, like I can always tell when I'm talking to another improviser. Right. Like I could, as soon as I started, I was like, oh yeah, oh she knows. Yeah. yeah. And that should be how conversations are in general. I mean, it's good to have debates, but yeah. move it along. Right. And plus, I know, for, at least in my experience, that that helps your comedy. Like sure having does. that ability to interact and kind of live in the moment. Yeah. Makes, when you makes stop, you a better comedy. You, you put up a wall. 
I have enough emotional walls. I don't need creative ones. Right. Yeah. As, as you're sitting in front of a huge brick wall. A right gigantic now. brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. See, and that's why uh, for anybody that's listening, that's thinking about getting into comedy or anything else. Improv, if you have an opportunity, great foundation. it's a great foundation. Prepare yourself for that and also prepare yourself for 10 years of failure. Yeah. Those two things, if you can handle those two things, you'll, su- you'll succeed. Well, normally people arrive at comedy after 10 or so years of failure. Yeah. Can you take another picture where I'm not on my phone? Because I'm trying to find something and it are is you, going are horribly you, wrong. Are you doing some Googling? I was, but let me tell you why this what, went horribly wrong. Tell me. Have you heard about the artist on Instagram? She's gotten bands three times for doing pictures, not safe for work, a fruit, so it's sexual. Like it looks like she's playing with the outside, like a clit or something on a lemon, and then she squeezes her fingers in, and it squirts. Ah! And she's been banned three times. For it. Are you serious? I swear on so, tw- on Twitter. No, on Instagram. That's so. So oh. so then I Google NSFW fruit. Not a good thing to Google ever. Is it I terrible? <laughs> it's just. But you know that's it's very awkward. That's, it's crazy what can be banned on Twitter or right. on Instagram yeah. because right. Then it, it, it that that comes down to oh my god. Let me see. It's just a lot of uh it's just a phallic looking fruit. Phallic fruit. Is that a bat with a giant dong? I don't know. I didn't see that one. Oh my god. Is that a cool Anyways, if you're listening, don't google NSFW fruit oh, at work. Is that a sweet oh, she's potato? Wildin'. Oh yeah, Oh she's my god. Is but that's, that's that's not the lady. This is completely unrelated. Oh, that's other people. That's yeah. her followers. Oh. The following. Oh, yeah. oh you got my text. Delicious fruits yes. there. <laughs> Oh that's God. actually that's not why. fruit that's brian <laughs> <laughs> but then you'll go on instagram and see like Ugh. you know uh, girls posing with their asses right, and with their ass spread pretty I sure th- i can see some vaginal lips yeah there's a muff peeking out why does that gross you out no it didn't gross me out it's just it's no hearing it's, it called vaginal lips took brian to his nasty place <laughs> yeah i saw one photo on instagram it was of a dude it was uh, a dude and then in front of him was a girl facing him so they were like hugging and he was facing the camera and he had his hand on her ass she was naked and he said for for inquiries about you know uh bethany whatever her name was call basically a pimp and his girl that's not flagged so what was that username i'm just trying to have some extra cash dot org yes dicks for all yeah it's dot org chicks and dicks dot org it's got to be a 501c3 profit yeah so i just have a problem with the with the hypocrisy and the, and the inconsistencies of oh, yeah. of censorship yeah, yeah. because if one it, because then it, it comes down to like it being objective right and how do well, you how do you how right you then who judges that? that who judges that yeah because i know i know you were on chelsea handler's show and she did a lot of like free the nipple yeah campaign and it's very much like dudes would have their Nipples showing, and she's like, they're just nipples. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but the nipples attached to a breast. Yeah, I mean, they're attached to your breast too. Oh, I, I have a man chest. Don't play me. Do, do you have I, I do no, not have but they're man always, breasts. Aren't you they still considered breasts? breasts? I can make. Yes, I can yeah. even make them. Jump. Well, oh no, you're good. You're oh, good. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm I saying my, anatomy wise, you got the Terry Crews. <laughs> Old Spice. You got the Terry Terry Crews. Yes, yes. I love him. He's one of the best. Pump the power. I am not saying that you have moves. I know moves. Right. You don't have moves. No, that was me moves. improvising. Oh, you on think- your moves? We got to we got to bring Sam. You got to give her a Psh, please improvise. Gotta, gotta improvise. improvise. Okay. Thank you. Do it again. It was my slapping him upside down. That's really good. That shit's <laughs> quality. Should ban Psh. that. I can't even do it that good. Psh. That was good. You don't even need to put that on Instagram see if it gets banned. <laughs> While putting it in a lemon. <laughs> see what happens. I put a picture of an apricot up close once like Two years ago, and, and it looked like a furry ass. And, pe- and did people, people think it was yours? I never. I didn't. I don't think I said anything. I just put it up. <laughs> that's very. Smart. I put up for artistic interpretation. Right. If you think it's an asshole, that's up to you. Right. If you think it's it could be a soft landscape in Indiana, possibly. Huh. In so Indiana, we, yeah. random. So I just got the signal that we have one minute left. What do we one do with minute. our minute? Oh my god! Do you guys have like a minute thing? You so do? much pressure. I feel like we learned so much about you. Yeah. I without can. talking about you, we learned a lot about you. My yeah, head wait is spinning. Till you, wait to hear what I say about you behind your back. Ooh. Can, you I mean, just turn go around ahead. now. We get to jump be on there. it. No, you're gonna be there. Are you gonna j- yeah. Your wife and I are gonna walk be shopping me out. In the chat rooms. So listen, I need to know if we can recreate this pimp photo with you and I. I think we really should. And then... Who's the pimp, though? I feel like we're both going to be fighting for that position. Mm. Sammy is. 
Sammy she's is? got a she's leopard. Got the leopard that's right. right. All you Usually need is a matching girl, hat. Right. Usually the I have that are, in the car. A big leopard brimmed hat <laughs> and Feather. some platform Furry. shoes. <laughs> oh my god! Don't attack my animal print. It's so crazy. I love animal. I love animal print. I Thanks. won't let it go. <laughs> you won't let animal print no, go? No, it's one thing Neither for will I. I won't let it go. This is on clearance, and I have no doubt of why nobody yeah. else wanted it. Did you it. get that at Foreman like, Mills? I want, yes. Foreman Mills. Stretch those bills. <laughs> right. It's expressed without the E. Get in the zone. Auto zone. one 1-800-EMPIRE-TODAY. <laughs> no, we do have that. Yes. We do have that. Yeah. See? Yeah. I used to it's work in morning news. Subliminal marketing every is powerful. Commercial. It works. It, it really works. You're like, I need new carpeting and flooring. But do you ever go to AutoZone? I mean, I go yeah. to Vagina AutoZone, so I get <laughs> yes. more people right. come no, here than I go. Yeah. Oil changes, things yeah. of that nature. Yeah. Wheel rotation. <laughs> you ever, is your voice always so like raspy? I like it. Um, yeah, is that it your is. natural voice? Sure. Yeah. That's cool. Pretty She's bad. like the white Mary J. Blige. You gotta do sex Mary's phone voice stuff. Like that. Oh, phone I do. Sex stuff. That's also where I make extra money. You make a shitload of money. Right. I'm not kidding. What are you wearing? Sweatpants and sneakers. Oh, oh you're yeah, going girl. into it. A I leopard thought, oh, yes, print I shirt. <laughs> I was like, just my outfit. <laughs> a hooded just sweatshirt this. and cotton. <laughs> right. It's 98% cotton. So let's let's see. We should see who has the sexiest phone operator voice. Maybe it is you. Yeah, I think it's you. Wait, first off, I want to know what the name of your first pet was and the street you grew up oh, on. Oh, yeah. Uh, Maggie Turtle. I sound like a lesbian bio, uh, that is marine a long biologist. Wait, name. Maggie Turtle. Maggie Turtle. Wait, your like street? Turtle was first the street. Pet is Maggie Street is the tur- is the turtle. Your stripper you name is Maggie Turtle. Turtle yeah. Street. I'm a lesbian marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours? Uh, Spunky Piney Grove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, Bandit Upland. Oh, shit. Sounds Wait. like an Australian explorer. Wait. Wait till you hear Brian. If What's you yours? thought yours was bad, Jesse May. What's yours? Wait, mine. My, Greta Williamsburg was my. Yeah, horrible. What? Awful. Yeah. Greta Williamsburg? Yes. You guys are in a couple. Yeah. You're in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. So Greta you're like a pinup from the 50s? <laughs> right, exactly. I worked with a guy, though, whose uh, name would have been Pussy Main Street. Which is, I mean, hello, takes the cake. He Game over. Brings up the guy yeah. Game over. Signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah. I don't think this guy yeah. exists. I don't even know if that no, guy's yeah, real. Yeah, he's never been here. Right. Every time real? Brian brings up that guy, he used I just to think work he likes saying well, pussy. Not, like he saved him yeah. in the war. He's but I shit. say vaginal, and shit goes down. <laughs> vaginal shuts it down. Right, but he said pussy, so. I think he just likes that name, and he makes up a guy he worked with. It doesn't matter. This is a cat, too. It is a cat. Cats have lips. Meows. Meow. Cat scratch fever. Did you guys ever see that movie Teeth about the girl who had teeth in her Oh vagina? my god, heard Great about movie. it. Are you serious? Yeah. That's a real yes. movie? I wish yeah. it was a real thing. Dentata is a is a folklore thing. Oh my god. That's what it came from. Have you heard of blue waffles? Uh I feel like that is something that I don't know if I'd ever order. I'm gonna need you to Google it. I don't know if I want to. You should. <laughs> blue like waffles? Yes. Is it a sexual thing? It's disgusting. Oh have gosh. you ever heard of prolapsed anus? Oh my gosh. No. We're going. We're did she's we one fall, up. Did we just me. fall in love? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now our pimp photo will be complete. <laughs> we should exchange numbers and just give each other Google search terms. Don't we Google this around else. people. We just never <laughs> Google search term. Go. I'm serious. I want us to have that relationship. Okay. We can never say anything else. And then you have to let them know what we're googling to each other. Oh yeah. It'll be a new segment. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll make that a segment. <laughs> let's make it a thing. Okay. We really should. <laughs> and that's a perfect note to end on. Uh, Brian Prolapsed told us. Anus. Brian, yeah, prolapsed anus. So, uh, Jesse May, come see Jesse May wherever she's at, but particularly Find in Charlotte it. this week. That's right. Right? What's and your then, social media? Just my name, Jesse May Peluso. Or you can find me at I am Gary Busey.org. No, uh, yeah, just Jesse May Peluso. Gary Busey's my spirit animal. <laughs> Yeah, find me. I'm here. Don't go to NASCAR. Right. Hide your inner hillbilly and bring it to Comedy Zone. Absolutely. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. this weekend. Or just hide your finger in my butt. We'll be right back. Hey 
there, listeners. Thanks for listening to our Best Of podcast. And I'm wishing you a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays if we're getting politically correct around here. If you feel like you're going through withdrawals, just send me a tweet and I promise to look at it. Yeah, I'll look at it. I'm not going to definitely respond, but I'll at least look at it. Just kidding. We'll see you next year. Thanks again for listening. Welcome back to the Comedy Zone podcast. We got a very special guest in the building today. Besides me. Besides Sammy. Right. Mm-hmm. Mr. Dion Cole is in here with us this morning. Hi. Dion Cole. How you all doing? It sounds so pathetic when there's really only one person clapping. <laughs> yeah. I need like a clap track. <laughs> so how you, I, I saw everything going, man. Long. If you had a clap track, we know I believe they were all in right. the closet. <laughs> <laughs> like, true, but no, but people I don't think people know how tiny this place is. Yeah, it's tiny. We're, we're all touching each other right that's now. That's right. Up and knees. That, yeah. I'm actually sitting on everybody's lap. I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> yes. but I so so how you so how's everything going, man? You busy, that's busy, great. busy. That's great, yeah. Busy, super busy. Yeah, it's been good, though. I got to watch your Comedy Central special. Oh, nice. Cold-blooded seminar. Yes. Now, when you're putting together an hour like that, mm-hmm. how long would you say it takes to put, because that's a lot of work to have an hour. Yeah, it is. Like, like how long did that process take, and what did you kind of go through putting that together? Um, it took about six, six, seven months. Mm-hmm. The material I had, I already had the material together. I just had to organize it and you, know what I wanted to go out and what I want to keep. When you go through that process, do you collaborate with anybody? Nah. Well, I collaborate with, with some people once we start editing sure you know but um when we b- before we even shoot it's just me picking out which jokes i'm using which ones i'm not but then when we shoot it it's a whole nother process especially for for um primetime television because you have to cut the actual hour and then you have to cut a 50 which is for the premiere and then you have to cut a 40 which is for like repeats so, for all the commercials and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so just imagine having a set of good material and you got to cut it to an hour. And then you're like, uh, trying to figure <laughs> out what jokes to keep. And then you had to cut that 60 to 50. And you're like, ah. Uh. Then you had to cut that 50 to 40. <laughs> you're just like, oh my God, <laughs> kill me now. Now, one thing I loved about it, though, was that you had Ben's Chili Bowl. In there, yeah. I went to Howard, uh, oh, undergrad boom. in law there, school, there so go. I know that's a landmark. Landmark. Like, if you, if anybody listening, if you ever yep. go to DC, you need to see the, need the Martin Luther in. King Memorial, yeah, and Ben's Chili Ben's Bowl. Chili Those Bowl. two things Absolutely. you got. Absolutely. Yes. So how did you? How did what? How did you come up with that? That idea of I don't want to give it away for people that haven't seen it, but yeah. how did you come up with that intro? I mean, I just wanted to show like that. There's, you know, this is. It's different levels to me, and that yo, this is this, and this is that, yeah. And you know, it's two worlds. This is like and, you have to be so no. like generic not to give it away. You're like, this yeah. is this, no, nah, it's that? great, yeah, yeah, because it's real creative, yeah, like, it's yeah, really, yeah, thank you, I appreciate it. It's, yeah, it's good, and you know, you can go online and see it too on, at uh, cc.com, you can pull it up. And also, How long on is that it's one? on demand and, How long are and those? iTunes. Are those it's, the 50 minutes? Yeah, that's an hour. Oh, they are. Hour, okay. uncensored, straight through. Okay. Also, I have a joke on there that I did about Prince before he died, and I just left it on there. But it's a lot of people have been tripping out on it. But <laughs> I mean, this is, but it's. I feel like that's something cool. like so many comedians preach is like if you're gonna take comedy seriously don't come to the show don't exactly, watch the material exactly because it's comedy for but no reason. one no one's like bugging yeah, on the right. bad way but it's an eerie right thing like, that Ooh. i said yeah it's like too soon thing. yeah i bet well i bet no it wasn't even that i just i had no idea prince was dying right so, but i my joke it starts off with hey let's take care of prince like we can't <laughs> let nothing happen to him Oh no! Yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> but I didn't know that that was gonna happen. So. Well, I don't think he did either. I know. I, I cried. I cried for like a day. Yeah, that's yeah, that, 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 that hurt. Yeah, man. so so it wasn't like I was like tripping on him or nothing. Like right. I just couldn't believe that right. that happened. You know, right? So, but, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, as a as a black comedian, because I go through this too, I feature mm-hmm. um, the different you know. Yeah, I can relate spots. to this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as as a black comedian yourself, yeah. Sam, you like, do you ever feel a pressure to 
to do certain kinds of material does it ever go in your mind okay is this a bad look you know what i mean like if you like like i thought about one joke you talk about uh, just the topic i won't get a joke away but you talk about your blackness Mm -hmm. and times that you have to adjust Adjust that adjust are there any parts of you that ever go okay how does this is this dignified enough for do you ever feel that pressure no no not at all what i do hate though is i hate when other races look at black comedians and they go they judge us on what we do and they go oh he did a black comparison and then they kind of play you when it's kind of like well you don't live in my world and that's what makes me and my people laugh and that's good what i'm supposed to do i'm supposed to do your type of material and then that's acceptable i don't see you going oh you're talking about white shit right and therefore oh so that you know what i mean but they try to demean you sometime and go you know this is what you should be doing and this is what makes you a respectable comedian when you do thought provoking when you do uh, observational when you do this type of material not but, THOT but if you do like not a comparison joke then they try to make fun of that and like a black joke or a white joke and they try to make fun of that and make you seem like you're less than when it's kind of like no, they call it low brow or low brow or it's easy or something like that. When it's right. like, well, you ain't black, so <laughs> right. Why do you even care anyway? But but they'll make but they'll make you feel like yo, that's not an elite type of bit, and I don't agree with that. When but they, I think it's silly to that. compare jokes like that. You know what I mean? But they do. But because they, if it makes someone laugh. It works. But this is the thing, though, is we don't go, black people don't sit and watch white comics and be like, ah, he's doing this, that, and the third, and he's doing sarcastic humor. That's all you fucking do is sarcastic humor. And like, don't, you know what I mean? Like, we don't shit on you for that. Right. Right. But they'll shit on us and tell us that that ain't the type of material you should do. It's because they're Trump supporters. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, I don't know. That that shit, that's that's the shit that kind of makes me. Like, that I get a little him. angry about that. Yeah, like, it's like know. they set the standard. And they then, set the standard. They and wrote then, the book on They wrote the book, exactly, I and I don't, I don't like that. And don't get me wrong, I don't think your whole set should be that. Right. But I think that you should have a little bit of everything, like like an album. I think an album should have a love song, should have a song to get you f- charged up. It should be a song right. about just your life. And I mean, they should have these different songs. I think your set should be the same way, but don't tell me that I shouldn't do that. Or if you hear one or two of those jokes, then you Different. judge me and, and go, okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I like I can't stand for that to happen because who are you to do the, the, the comedy rules? You know, Conan, you know, you know, me being with Conan, Conan is the most ridiculous motherfucker alive. <laughs> and I can see that. yo, ridiculous and a buffoon. But my thing is, he gets laughs. Right. Right. Who's to tell him? And to be honest with you, he does that. But he graduated from Harvard. He knows three three languages. He plays three different instruments. He draws. He's an artist. And he's a historian. So how dare you? You don't shit on him or how right. how quirky he is. Conan's free to do what he wants because Conan taught me it's about the laugh. Right, right. <laughs> At Which the end of the day, is yeah. the laugh. You getting people to laugh? Yeah. Here's you the know. tripped out thing about it though. This happens within the black community, and I, I bring this up. There's a debate, a long going debate with Tyler Perry. Where mm-hmm. some black people are like, oh, this is Coon and this is this. Yeah. And other black folks are like, nah, like, it's funny. Like, it's, it's funny. his experience. Yeah, like, yeah. let that man do what he wants to do to make right. people laugh. Yeah, yeah. So it, it happens. It's weird. It's a weird pressure that people try to put on yeah, you. And it's, yeah, and it's kind of like, at the end of the day, if someone laughs, that's the gold. So, <laughs> I mean, people forget that it's the gold and they... Get off into how you did it when it's like, nah. It shouldn't even be that. Yeah, it's that. Did you laugh? Yeah. You won. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, people look to artists for too much. Like, the comedians are here to entertain, give their perspective, and have people laugh and have. But people look to comedians like they should be Cornell West all the time or something. Like, don't yeah. look to people for like give a speech if right. like go to a speech read a book if right. you want to but if I don't hear be motivated yeah but right. I don't hear too many black comedians doing that though to be honest with you I hear white comics doing that they'll judge you on what you say and do and they'll make you feel like yo I, like I hear that I 
I've performed you with in a different the, world now. I'm too. in a different world, and I still hear it. You know what wow. I mean? Like wow. I still hear it. So it's like you know, I just want everybody to respect everybody for what they do. It's enough out here for everybody. You got to understand. It's no salary cap on comics. As long as you have a perspective, you're in the game. Right. It's that simple. Yeah. Right. It's just like news. You can watch news on several different stations. You're all talking about the same story, but Mm -hmm. it's how you deliver that. Yeah. Same wheel, different rim. Right. I have a question. Do you ever come up with jokes that you think to yourself, like, "Mm, that might be pushing it too far? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. I and feel I, like that would be my issue. Yeah, really. and I and I keep it. Yeah. <laughs> I go, this is this is too far. <laughs> I can't wait to do this. Like, <laughs> did you go through that with the joke? Because one of the jokes you did that is hilarious is the one about the threesome, and it got so confusing. Oh uh, yeah. Did you ever go, man? That's a lot. I mean, yeah, but at the same token, it's. It's something that people probably went through, you know what I'm saying, and or, or doing. Yeah, it can get confusing, but it's still, you know, it's it's kind, it's perspective. That's right. what it is, you know. So yeah, I mean, you always you always doubt your material until you do it, mm-hmm. and then when you do it, you go, ah, okay, cool, you know, it worked. Now you now you from the south side of Chicago. Yeah. Do you have, is there are there ever times where you look back and go? I mean, being from there, the the statistics say you're not supposed to be absolutely where you are today. Are there any times where you just sit in amazement, like I can't believe this ride I've been yeah, on? Yeah, absolutely. I always sit back every morning. I wake up and be like, "Man, this is crazy." Or whatever I do, it's like, "Man, this is crazy." My my special coming out and and people all over making memes and repeating <laughs> stuff and just man and and seeing that it's in in a way. It looks like from the way it feels and and the feedback that I've been getting, it it's, it can tap into like you know culture, our culture right now, the way people been quoting stuff on it, and that blows my mind. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah, I I live in the moment. You know, I think about the future, but I I, I purposely live in in the moment. You know, because That's really a, smart. a lot of people don't do that. They they judge their lives now off of their past and they live the way they live now because of their past and their past dictates how they are now. Then you got other people who are so concerned with the future that they're not thinking about now and it's it's the now that matters. That, that matters, mm-hmm. you know, that like right now, this moment right now matters. Because like, we're all touching. Yes, right. and it's good. Yes. Now how how are you enjoying Working with Blackish, that's that number one. The show's great. Your Thank character you. on there is hilarious. Thank you. It's a good look, man. Like I, I was you. watching it, like yeah, he's <laughs> that's a hell of a role. Like Thank that's you. and you got to work with Amber Rose. I mean, I yeah, mean, yeah. come on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That was the only part. They're like, we're not going to pay you, but you get to work with Amber Rose. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> bet. Shake hands on it. Let's do it. <laughs> like I watched that episode with my wife, and she was like, you can pick your mouth up off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that for Yeah, <laughs> no, Amber. Shout out to Amber Rose. So, gorgeous. So, so have you had have you had fun working on that show? And like, how yeah, did you land absolutely. that? How did that? Absolutely. Uh, well, everybody know that I wrote for Conan, and mm-hmm. I still do bits with Conan. Like, I do freelance stuff over there. Not even like write for him, but I'll be a part of a bit now and go with Conan. I, like, I was just on the show last week or whatever. So, I, I still work with Conan, but. When I was transitioning from Conan, so, somebody was looking for this agent I know named Tamara said that Kenya Barris was looking for a writer on Blackish. And I, was, I had another show at the time called Angie Tribeca on mm. TBS mm-hmm. with Rashida Jones and Steve Carell. And so I was waiting to film that. And until we filmed that, I was like, I'll go over to Blackish and write until it's time for me to film that. And the guy that was supposed to play Charlie didn't show up, so so there Kenya you were. Asked me to, cause I, I, me and him knew, I knew how to write the character, yeah. and I told him I think the character should be this way. So me and him was the only people that knew how the character was going to be, and so that's when he asked me to play the character. And right time and right place. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, just kept going after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was crazy. So. It's crazy how so many things like it's just the bounce of the ball. Like it, 
you're in the right place at the right time and something happens. Anything I've ever auditioned for, I never got anything. <laughs> I've never got anything I ever auditioned for because... Why do you think that is? Are you terrible because, at auditions? You know what I think it is? I just think that it's... Uh, uh, I think that everyone's looking for a type. Yeah. yeah. And I don't mm. think that that's what I am. Right. You know, I think you get to know me and you see me audition and you see how original I am and how different I am. And right. then you try to capitalize on that. But they're all looking for that same guy that's going to be in the movie or in the TV show. And he's going to do the same thing over and over again. And that's just what they look for because that's what they wrote. Yeah. And so, no, I don't get that. I'm, I'm not that type. Can you right. describe what that is? What is that same thing? That well, type. you know, it's that it's that like in a lot of movies, it's the um, like mainstream. Yeah, it's just like that one black guy that comes. It's they're on a camping trip in a horror movie. Slick it's talking. One black guy, of. yeah, he, you know, or, or I mean, it, 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 I, I'm not I'm not trying to like stereotype nothing like that neither. But I'm just saying that there's is dialogue that they have and they look for a certain black guy. Or, or not even black guy. They look for a certain dude to be in any movie, but they write him to be either confused or scared or tough or soft or nerdy. And and then I've seen before. I catch that. That's what Steve Carell did with mm-hmm. Andy Tribeca. And yeah, I mean, those we 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 got good chemistry. Do you think it helps you to be on the writing side? I feel like creatively, that probably opens your world up so much. More well, to any character you could potentially Well, I be. love writing, yeah. And anything that I attach myself to, I make sure that I try to, like, write a little bit extra with it. Not to say that these writers that I do deal with, they are phenomenal. Like, right. Angie Tribeca, that's... You got to be a write your ass off on Angie Tribeca to put all that funny in, in one show. Aren't they on their second season? Are and they then, second? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. We're doing our second season now. Yeah. And then tri- and then Blackish is, that's just a, a room full of showrunners. Oh, yeah. Those ain't even writers. They just, right. they, each one of those persons can go run their own show. So the writing on there is impeccable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just try to add a little flavor to it. But, yeah, it's just great. And then Conan, I mean, wrote for the Simpsons and Saturday Night Live. I mean, legendary. So, yeah. you know, to be in a company, all these people, and and them to still trust me with their work, it's it's amazing. So what, what advice would you give to somebody that's pursuing comedy? Because this thing can be difficult, man. I mean, I just somebody that's, that's got that dream, like yourself, went out to L.A. and made it happen. Right. And I wish we had time to get into your conversation with Dominique because I've heard you talk oh, yeah, about yeah, Because I love yeah, Dominique. Yeah, like, I've love, worked with her before. Yeah, yeah. She like, changed my life. Yeah, that one, right? Because you, well, we, we'll take two seconds. <laughs> you, you, you were out there, right? And you yeah. weren't having maybe the success you thought you should. Right. And then, well, you could talk about it. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I just, it wasn't even really the success that I thought I would. I just was out there. and Well, actually, yeah, in a sense, I went out there for one thing and I didn't get it, so I just was out there. And was it I, an audition? Yeah, it was an audition. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> and I just didn't like L.A. I didn't like nothing about it after that. And I just It was just phony, and I just always was talking about how Chicago is just real because that's where I'm from. And, we don't do this in Chicago and LA's whack and I hate LA and all this is corny. And one day comedian Dominique just came up to me at the uh, comedy store one night and she was like, why don't you go home? Mm. And I was like, what? She was like, go home. She was like, if you don't want to be in LA, go home. She was like, I'm tired of you always talking about how LA ain't shit. Um, either do what the fuck you supposed to do. Or go home. She was like, Hollywood been this way before you was born. It's going to be this way when you go. So Mm. you got to do what you got to do. Or just go home. And I don't know why that resonated with me. And I just couldn't sleep that night. And I I changed my thought pattern. And right after that, I got Conan. Wow. Wow. Like right after that. And then everything else happened. Like right after that. Wow. Yeah, so that's crazy how so, things like so, that. So out. stick with it and have yeah. a positive mindset. Yeah, you just yeah you just got you got to be you know you got to 
it's 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 more than just being funny nowadays. A lot of people be like, I'm a comedian. They go on stage. They tell their jokes. They do their delivery, and then they leave. They get their laughs, and they leave. Mm-hmm. And then they wonder why nothing else happens. It's basically, well, what else are you bringing to the table? What if, what are you what are you doing that I haven't seen before? I want you to understand that I have laughed before, <laughs> and that's what you did. So what else? It ain't like I never laughed before. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, <laughs> but you make me laugh. You do. But what else do you do? Do you make me think? Have I, have I seen you before? Have I seen somebody similar to you before? Do you have a different perspective? Like, if your perspective's different, then it makes me pay attention to you more. But if you're just making me laugh, then you did it. Congrats. Now what? Well, that's you know what I, I wish we had a lot that's more a good time note to, to talk end to. End that's that's a real. <laughs> if we're gonna end it, that's a good note to end right. on. Come well, now. much continued success, man. Thank we you appreciate so you coming Thank through. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern, Lisa Barr, and Brian Baltashevitz. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>